Have you been wearing multiple hats in your business? I think what a lot of us do, especially when we are starting out a business and things easily can ramp up and we feel overwhelmed. And one of the things that come up to mind is when should I hire a virtual assistant or what do I need to do to hire a virtual assistant? Where do I even start? So if that's your case, stick around because today's episode is for you. Hola creators, I'm Jesenia Bocaneira, founder of Focus and Bloom Studios. I'm a photographer turned marketing strategist who took a leap of faith, moved over 3,000 miles away from home with one camera and one heavy suitcase filled with dreams. If you're a creative soul and dream maker, this podcast is for you. Here I share actionable tips and tactics on marketing, business, and mindset to help you grow and up-level your business with purpose and lots of joy, one action item at a time. Get comfortable and let's get started. This is the Focus and Bloom Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Focus and Bloom Podcast. I'm your host, Jessenia, and I'm thrilled to have Christy Yoder, who is used to be a freelance virtual assistant, and now she is the founder of she now is the founder of Smart VAs. And well, Christy, she's here to tell you all about it. And Christy, welcome to the Focus and Bloom Podcast. How are you? I'm doing great, Jesenia. It's nice to be on the podcast. I'm so excited. Me too. Thank you so much for taking the time to join me today. Um, you know, before we dive into the nitty gritty, can you tell us a little bit about you and what got you started in becoming a freelance and then freelance virtual assistant and then turning that into your freelance, uh, your virtual assisting agency? Yeah, sure. So um, my name is Christy Yoder. I am the founder of Smart VAs and podcast host of Delegate Your Way to Success. I was born and raised in the Philippines. I moved to the States a couple of years ago to get married to the love of my life. And it's been the greatest decision I've ever made moving from the Philippines to the States to be with my husband. And so the moment I found out that I am going to be moving to the States, I started um, my freelancing journey. So while I was a full-time um, employee of a non-profitable organization, I decided to look for some freelance jobs to help me prepare for when the time I decided for when the time I decide to quit my full-time job. So while I was fu- working full-time, I have a couple of sidelines, and and then when I realize or when when the time comes that I'm fully stable, that, I, that I'm able to leave my, my full-time job, I quit. And then I just started working as a freelance uh, virtual assistant uh, full-time. And from there, um, I moved to the States. And then when I moved to the States, I realized that I was saying no to a lot of opportunities. And deep inside me, deep in my heart, I know that I wanted to grow my, my business with team members. So I decided to hire my first independent contractor from the Philippines. And also the reason why I decided to hire a contractor from the Philippines instead of hiring somebody from the States is because I have a mission to to help my fellow citizens in the Philippines. So as you all know, Philippines, it's a third world country. And I know how it feels like to live in a third world country. I know how it feels like not being able to eat three times a day, being hungry. So I've been into that situation. And so my mission right now, one of the one of my missions in my business right now is to help my fellow citizens in the Philippines. So I hired my first contractor from the Philippines. 
the first task that I outsourced was the thing that I can do, but I know that there is someone better, someone that is suited to the role and hiring that individual would help me think of new strategies to grow my business. And that specific task that I first outsourced is taking on discovery calls. Um, I love talking to people, but when it comes to pitching my business or taking sales calls, it's just not me. I can do it, but do I like it? Do I enjoy it? I don't. So I outsourced that specific task. And from there, we started hiring more people to do clients' um, projects. And as of this interview, we have a team of 30 plus virtual assistants and seven individuals in the leadership team, including me. Wow, that's amazing. And that's very impressive. Congratulations for, you know, building such a uh, building your business and building a team. And I think it's really beautiful and very special that you, you opted to hire people from the Philippines to help that and feel and still have that connection to your country. I can totally relate to that. I'm from Puerto Rico. And whenever I have the opportunity to be able to connect and work with people from the island, I always opt to do that because it's just, you know, that little that connection that you have from, you know, with your country. And that's beautiful. Beautiful. I love that you're doing it. And it, it gives it even more, like more purpose to what you're doing, right? Because it's like, you're not just building the business for you and for your immediate life, but you're really making an impact in other people's lives. So and that's also part of the whole idea of growing a team and delegating because it's not just you that you are creating making an effect, you're really making an effect in other people's lives. So that's a really beautiful and special thing to do. So, okay, you mentioned that you first started delegating your discovery calls. And while you can do, you did specify that you can do that, but it wasn't you and wasn't the thing that you like. So, okay, that's a really good tip because, you know, can you tell us a little bit of like, when should we consider what are the hints that we should take when it's probably time to start delegating our some tasks for our business? Yeah, I mean, that is a good question. Um, based on my experience, um, you should hire a virtual assistant or delegate when you are saying no to a lot of opportunities. And if you have a dream to to grow and expand your business. So I know every entrepreneur, each individual is different. So to me personally, I had the dream to have my own company or agency someday. But for other people, you may not have that the same dream. But whatever dream that you have, you should always take into consideration the steps that are going to get you to that goal or to that specific dream that you have. So whether you want to have an agency or if you want to grow a company or if you just want to be an entre- like a, a solopreneur, a solo freelancer, delegation is very important. So not liking a task, it's not enough reason to hire to hire a virtual assistant or to, to delegate. You have to have a mission and vision in your business. So um, I think you should ask yourself, is, is the thing that you are doing right now taking you one step closer to, dre- to the dream or to, to the goal that you have for your business? And if not, then it's time for you to to take a step and do something. And second, I, I guess is you should hire a, a virtual assistant or you should start delegating when you can no longer spend time with your family, 
kids, friends, or, or anyone who is important to you. Because, you know, to me personally, I started my business because I want to be able to work from home. I want to be able to be in control of my schedule. I want to have freedom and flexibility. And I want to be able to, to, be, to become a wife to my husband. You know, I, I don't want to be glued to my business. So I want to be able to wake up in the morning, prepare breakfast for my husband, um, cook dinner in the evening. And in the future, when, I, when it's time for us to have a family, to have kids, I want to be able to spend time with my kids and take care of them and not have other people take care of them. I want to be the, um, the mother. So... Um, and one of the reasons why I started my business as well is to have more income, to have a stable income, because I want to be able to provide for my family and help my family in the Philippines. So if you are not able to, to do those things and you are successful, you have to reevaluate your life because being successful, it's nothing when you lose sight of your of the people that are most important to you. What are you going to do with the money that you have right now when you have nothing to spend it on because you don't have your family, you don't have your kids, you don't have your friends or anyone that you love because they are avoiding you because you don't have time for them. You always say no whenever they invite you to to go watch a movie or have coffee or whatever. So I guess um, those things are important. And also, um, I just want to share a story. So yeah. er early this year, Early this year when my husband and I got COVID. And you know, when you when you have COVID, it sucks. You won't be able to get up from your bed. And so my husband, he works outside. So he's a skilled worker. So he's employed and I am self-employed. And so while I was out for three weeks, my team members are were encouraging me to stop working. And they're like, no, don't work, just rest and, you know, um, recover as soon as you can. We'll take care of the business. So in one, so I was sick for, I was sick for three weeks. And the first week that I was sick, my team members, they were, they, they were able to, to, to bring on nine new clients. And wow. how in the world did that happen? And that is because I was able to. To share my mission and vision to my to my team team members and even when i'm out you know the business can grow so you need to ask yourself like when you get sick or when you go on vacation for two to six months what would happen to your company it is still is it still gonna grow you know so i think if your answer is no then it's time for you to delegate and I like, I, I don't know if you've um, heard of the book called E-Myth. So it's for, it's from Michael Gerber or Gerber. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. He said that an exceptional leader builds a company that functions without them. I'm not saying that I am a perfect leader. You know, I just have books that I read and learn from those people that I look up to. I'm not perfect. Like I messed up all the time, but you know, I think for me, I just know I know how important delegation is. That was beautiful. You know, it's funny because we, we've just restarted the recording of this episode <laughs> because we had some technical difficulties. I think it's divine order because you had not talked about that story in the first 10 minutes when we were doing the, re the previous recording. And I'm so glad you shared that. I'm, I'm uh, glad that you, both your husband and you were able to recover and continue, you know, day-to-day -day life after COVID. Uh, so good for that. Uh, definitely. And wow, you are still, um, you are still able to grow your business and how nice that your, your 
employees were able to cheer you like, hey, they were there for you. And, and while that is a whole different topic of building a team that connects with your vision and your mission of the company, but, you know, being able, that's, that's something that is super important for us to consider, you know, what if when you get sick, what's, you know, if can, how, can your business run without you? And that means when we start a business, we don't have a, we probably, a lot of us don't have a big team. So there are things that we won't be able to avoid if we get sick, for example, but it's just thinking about the things, thinking ahead of time. It's not just the present, thinking of what is next. What can we do? Where can we take this business? And how can, how do we want to see our life? How do we envision us in three years? You, even five. I don't like the whole, how do you, where do you see yourself in five years? <laughs> so at least I say two or three, you know, where do you want to take this? And I think you mentioned the idea of, you mentioned the, it's important to, you know, one of the, the moments where you, you should start thinking about hiring or delegating some of the tasks is when not only do you start saying no to things, but also you start missing out on things, on life things. It's all about work-life balance, you know, and I'm glad that you were able to, to share that story. Divine order for sure. <laughs> yep. I believe that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness. Okay. So let's say I'm ready to start delegating, but I, I still don't know where to start. So what are some essential skills or, or yeah, some, what are some skills or things that um, I should keep in mind when looking for a virtual assistant and then virtual assistant, this is a, we're using this as a big term because it could be a lot of things. Exactly. Cause virtual assistant, that, that word, it's very generic. It's like a shortcut for social media managers, website developers who are all working independently online. So it really depends on what you are looking for. So if you need a social media VA, that means you need someone who has a background in marketing. If you need a graphic designer VA, that means you need someone who has an eye for detail and design. But in general, I think it's important for a VA to have management skills. Um, because you, that VA would be able to, should be able to help you out with everything, you know, management wise. And second thing is your VA should be highly reliable. Like right now we work remotely and, you know, somebody can just ghost you without any warning. So you have to make sure that your VA is highly reliable and make sure that uh, your VA has an excellent communication skills because that is very important. And also make sure that your VA is proactive because, you know, as a business owner, sometimes you miss those small details and you're not able to, and that small details are hindering your VA to do some tasks that you want your VA to do. But if your VA is proactive and he really knows what he's doing, then that person would would hunt you down and ask you for a specific question that, hey, you said that I need to work on your social media calendar, but you did not provide me the graphics or you did not provide me the theme of the social media content that you want for this specific month. So proactive skills is very important. And being honest and trustworthy is also important. Um, one of, <laughs> what, like as a, as a business owner, one of the things that I look into or... Like one of my non-negotiable 
when it comes to hiring a virtual assistant is honesty and trustworthy. And for 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 some reason, you won't be able to to find out if your VA is honest and trustworthy if you don't start working with your VA. So I'd say start working with your VA and observe um, her or his first or two weeks of working with you and see if this person is honest and trustworthy. And it's also important that your VA is able to work unsupervised because as a business owner, you're busy with your life, you're with your business, thinking of things to grow your business. And if you are going to micromanage your business, that is going to hinder you from working on your business. And you also have to make sure that your VA is resourceful, you know, and I always tell my VA that if you if you have a question, try Googling it first before going to your team leaders or to me, because everything is in Google right now or it, it's everything is on YouTube. So you have to make sure that your VA is resourceful. And lastly, uh, you have to make sure that your VA is able to add value to your business. So one of the things that I really like with my VAs is that they just take on tasks and do it for you. They give you ideas and recommendations on how you can better um, do the task or how you can better grow your business. So I think if you if you found someone or if you find someone who who has that value adding skill, it's gold. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, I think the whole idea of being proactive is gold because you miss a lot. Of, I mean, it's like I said at the beginning, we wear a lot of hats when it comes to building a business. And, and you know, you might be your mind might as an entrepreneur, your mind might be specifically focused on a particular project let's say you're launching a new course or you are working on a wedding client for example and there's other things that are still happening so maybe you know when you have somebody in your team that is proactive they're gonna go organically going to do you know go the extra mile and I love that you mentioned just ask Google that's exactly what I do when I, I you know when I don't know something like let me just Google this or let me just YouTube it I'm sure the answer is somewhere or in a forum somewhere the internet is wonderful exactly <laughs> yes <laughs> and one thing that I want to mention like a lot of our our listeners, our photographers, and also so, so, um, entrepreneurs, service-based entrepreneurs. But for photographers, for example, if you're not ready to start to hire a virtual assistant, one thing that is very often time-consuming and one of the things that a lot of photographers tend to outsource first is the editing, the photo editing, which takes a lot of time, especially after a wedding. So when maybe something that maybe that is something that you can start thinking of delegating. So not necessarily hiring a full-time or a part-time um, assistant, but you know, outsourcing certain tasks that will still allow you to get more time so you can continue growing and innovating and, and strategizing for your business and and obviously, and this is another conversation because it's all about pricing and that mindset of growth, but you still have the opportunity to delegate certain tasks and still be able to continue building the business and enjoying what you, what you do. Right. So, okay. Once we're, once we're ready to, to hire somebody to outsource, um, what are specifically for an, like a, a virtual assistant, what are some tips or tricks that you can share with us to as a for us as a entrepreneur to prepare 
to delegate tasks. How can you share something to share to enlighten us? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I love that question, and I, I have my notes here, so I have a step by step steps for you for to, to take. Um, so whoever is listening to this podcast episode, please have a pen and paper and write down exactly what I say if you feel like this is helpful for you. So first, if you think you are ready to hire to, to hire a virtual assistant, you need to have you you need to ask yourself, do you have a goal and vision for your business? Because if you don't have a goal and vision for your business, your 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 business is not gonna go anywhere. You're just stuck. So ask yourself, do you have a goal and vision for your business? And then after that, sit and plan how you are going to achieve your goals. Be smart about it. Make sure that your plan is specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and timely. And as far as I know, you have a you have an episode um, that talks about the smart goals, right? Yes, I have too. I have yeah. the smart goals and the smarter goals. <laughs> awesome. So there you go. That's very helpful for them to to be smart about their their goals and plan or, or on how they're going to achieve those goals that they have. So once you have those things, you have to make a detailed inventory of tasks and classify them under one uh, under one of these um, categories. So you have the, the first category is for growth and the other category is for daily operations. So list down all the tasks that you have and categorize them either they, they are for growth or if they are for daily operations. The objective is that for you to determine the time each task will require to complete so that you can delegate them wisely. Like for instance, for growth, the tasks that, that are under your, your growth um, category, that ta those tasks may take a while for, for you to accomplish or for your VA to accomplish because it's for growth. That means it's for long-term. And for daily operations, then this is the task that you can assign to your VA like urgent or immediately because you're going to have to do it daily. Uh, to be able to run your operations or your business um, successfully. And then once you have those things figured out, um, now this is my favorite part. Um, you are going to have to funnel down the remaining tasks on your inventory using the quadrant of delegation. So just imagine, imagine you have four quadrants. So take a piece of paper, like you can draw like four boxes, like a quadrant. And then on the upper left quadrant, that would be your quadrant one. So quadrant one, that would be the task that you are good at and enjoy doing. So those those tasks that under quadrant one, you should do that most of the time. And then quadrant two, which is the upper right quadrant, those are the tasks that you are not good at, but you enjoy doing. So you have to do that 10% of the time. So I hope you're following here. So and then quadrant quadrant three, lower left quadrant, those are the tasks that you are good at but don't enjoy doing. So delegate those um, delegate those tasks 90% of the time. And then quadrant four, which is lower left quadrant, those are the tasks that you are not good at and you don't enjoy doing. Those are the tasks that you have to delegate 100% of the time. Time. So once you have your task inventory and then you were able to fill up to, to fill your quadrant, 
your quadrant of delegation with tasks, you know, quadrant one, two, three, and four, then you should be able to know where to go from there. That's really great. I love that you may have, you have an example to visualize it. If you are driving in, you obviously cannot <laughs> take notes. Don't worry. Visit focusandbloomstudios.com slash show notes, because we're going to put all these juicy uh, content information for today's podcast. So don't worry, just continue listening. <laughs> continue driving. <laughs> yeah, continue driving <laughs> and listening. <laughs> That's very important. <laughs> this is really good. I like, I, I like that, especially, um, you know, just the having that visualization option. Okay. So for someone who isn't ready to scale, they just started, let's say they're, you know, they're not there yet for whatever reason. So what are some tips um, to record that you can recommend to help them out to at least maybe, you know, whether that is setting up a system or just something to ease it, ease their work, their, their day-to-day, maybe some of those day-to-day tasks so that, you know, kind of pre-preparing them for whenever they're ready to hire somebody. So it's like pre-setting the stage. Can you share something? Can you share some of those tips? Yeah, sure. Um, Well, I think, if you feel like you are not ready yet, that is okay. But you should ask yourself this question. Why are you not ready? So this is just my personal opinion, okay? If you're in business for less than a year, then I think it is understandable if you are not delegating yet, if you are not hiring people um, to help you in your business yet because you're still trying to figure out everything. You're kind of like testing the waters. But if you are if you are in business for almost two years or two years already, you need to ask yourself why? Why are you not delegating? So these questions might help you uh, process that. So do you live by the mantra that if you want something done right, you do it yourself? And do you measure productivity by the number of tasks you can juggle at any given time? Do you equate delegating to failing at manage to failing at managing a giving task yourself? Or at the back of your mind, do you doubt whether anyone else can actually get the work done right? So again, if you are in the business uh, for for over two years, ask yourself these questions because I feel like you should already be delegating. Um, and you need to reevaluate your mission and vision as an individual and as an entrepreneur. Like what I mentioned earlier, if you know, if what you are doing right now helps you get one step closer to your goals and dreams without delegating, then that's fine. If you can do it all, that's fine. But 95% of the time, a business owner cannot do everything. And if, if you feel like what you are doing right now is not getting you closer to your dream, to your goals and dreams, then you need to start delegating. And and I just shared the step-by-step process of delegation to in order to scale your business. So, I mean, if, if you feel like you're in a situation where you're not delegating, you feel like you're not ready because you feel like you cannot, you can do everything and uh, that is wrong. So you need to go back um, to what I mentioned earlier, the step-by-step process in order for you to prepare um, to scale your business through the power of teamwork and also um, delegation. And I feel like one of the reasons why business owners or entrepreneurs feel like they are not ready yet to hire a virtual assistant or to delegate is because 
they feel like hiring a VA is an expense, not an investment. So, um, like, just think of this, like when you are a podcast host, you are interviewing people for like an hour. And then after that, you're get, if you're the one editing it, writing show notes, it will take you like three to six hours, depending on how good you are. If you pay yourself, let's say $100 per hour, and it takes you six hours to edit your podcast, that means you are robbing yourself $600 every time you edit your own podcast. But if you outsource that to somebody else, you know, saving. and you have six hours to plan your business, to grow your business and focus on revenue generating tasks, you know, then you would be able to scale your business quickly. So I think that that's one of the reasons why entrepreneurs think they are not ready because they don't see delegation as an invent investment. They see it as an expense. And yeah, I think, I think one thing that I also want to add is that 80% of what you do as a business owner should be delegated and 20% of your time should be saved for growth and for innovation and for strategic thinking. It's that 80-20 rule. <laughs> yeah, 80-20 rule. Unless, yeah. You, unless you want to be an employee of your business. Yeah. I love that you mentioned the keyword investment. It's not, you know... When it comes to photography, and I, I often, uh, I really emphasize this a lot with photography because one of the very common questions is like, what, what camera should I get? Or what lens should I get? And like, okay, fine. And, and, and I, I understand the question and, you know, photography gear is expensive and I get it, but I, and I see it, you know, you want to make whatever decision you make for your business, purchases, outsourcing, anything. You need to make sure that it's an investment keyword and not just spending money. So it's going back to that, you know, asking yourself, what are your goals? You know, where, what are those for? What are those, the divide your, your, what you need to do, what you do, you know, um, what you're good at, what you're not so good at and what you want to uh, outsource and what things that, you know, just organize the business in this, in a way that you have a clear understanding of what are those must, must day-to-day to, -day to uh, task? What are the things that you can outsource? What are the things that you need to do in order to continue growing? And, and how can you make it possible for you to then start outsourcing? And then that's a little bit of mindset. And also in, in, in when it comes to the pricing aspect as well, uh, which we're not going to dive into that because that's a whole topic. <laughs> it's a whole different topic. But, you know, it's definitely... It's an investment because you're allowing yourself to continue to stay creative, to challenge yourself and stay creative, to innovate and continue doing things to make your business really stand out. Because ultimately, how are you going to stand out if, you know, the market is saturated in whatever thing? So, you know, it's part of that's part of that's one of your tasks. You need to make sure to to really build a business that a business that stands out. And part of that is the back end of things, the processes, the system, the mindset. Yep, exactly. This is so great. I'm excited. And this is really, um, I love that you, you, you were able to share some really actionable um, tips, but also you shared some of the, that mindset tips, because that's really, uh, it's a really key thing when it comes to um, building, growing, scaling your business is just having that right mindset. But 
As we're getting ready to wrap up the the podcast episode, before we head up, can you share some of what are your top three tools to that you use on your day to day for your business? Yeah, sure. Um, so I use Dubsado. I don't know if you're familiar with that um, software. So I use Dubsado is a CRM tool. Uh, we use that to send contracts to our clients and also uh, for our leads to book. Uh, a meeting with us and we also use the work the workflow that they have in Dubsado because I'm a person I'm a lazy person so if I cannot delegate a task I would find a way to automate that task and that's why one of my favorite tool is Zapier so I zap everything I automate everything like if there's a way I can make my life easier by automating things then I would do that so first Dubsado and then Zapier and also Slack. Slack, it's very essential because if we don't have Slack, I wouldn't be able to communicate with my team members. And like what I mentioned earlier, communication is very important when you have a team of virtual assistants. Yeah, I love Slack. I haven't, I, I use 17 hats, but it's pretty much the same. Like it's sort of the same thing. Um, and Zapier too. The very cool. I love that you mentioned the keyword automation here. Uh, that's a really great way for you to, you know, if you're not, uh, if you just started on your business, think of automating some of the things in your business so that it, you're, you're getting things done. Even while you're sleeping, you, if somebody comes across your website and they want to inquire to book you, you know, while you're sleeping, somebody's, it, you, you have a lead coming in and it's your business works for you, not the other way around. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Awesome. Christy, thank you so, so very much for joining me on the podcast. But before we go, can you tell us how can people connect with you? Yeah, um, you can reach out to me on Instagram, Christy Abby Yoder. And if you want to know more information about me on my Instagram account, I have a link on there. I have a link on my bio. Um, And then if you click on that link, you should be able to see everything that I do from hiring a virtual assistant from, you know, um, podcast. Yeah, my podcast. And also I have a YouTube channel as well. Um, And also uh, I have a freebie. So everything that I talk about here, you know, the, the task inventory and also the quadrant of delegation, um, those can be found in our free ebook. So if you go to smartvirtualassistance.com slash freebies, you should be able to download our free ebook. And that ebook, it's really amazing. Like it will help you grow your business um, through delegation and it will give you the tools that you need to assist you in delegation. And it will give you fresh perspectives as well about delegation. Beautiful. And we will be including all of those juicy links on our show notes page show notes page, focusandbloomstudios.com slash show notes. Christy, thank you so, so very much for joining me on today's episode and for braving the whole techie issues part. <laughs> it's first okay. version. <laughs> I, I enjoyed it. <laughs> thank you so very much. And everybody, thank you so much for tuning in and I will see you on the next episode. Take care. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Focus and Bloom podcast. 
If you like what you heard, don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And while you're there, go ahead and leave us a rating and review on your favorite podcast platform. Your feedback means the world and it helps others discover the show. And if you want to get your hands on more video podcasting resources, head on over to focusandbloomstudios.com and check out our tools and resources for video podcasters and content creators just like you. I'll see you on the next episode.